0: When you allow hate to come in, it'll destroy your whole life. It'll destroy your soul. It'll destroy your destiny. And it'll destroy your health. I was smart enough to know I could not allow anger to come in. I had a choice.
1: You are hearing stories from people whose lives have been interrupted. And yet, they're using their stories to help others. Have you ever thought of using your story to help others by writing a book? or creating a podcast? Well, then you're in the right place. Go to www.coachlaurie.com for all the details. Has your life, your dreams been interrupted? Good news. It is possible to reinvent our lives. People are doing it every day. And some are brave enough to share the struggles, disappointments, and challenges. If you are looking for a new beginning, a do-over, or to rediscover your passion, maybe even find a new one, to grab a cup of coffee and let's talk. Interrupted, act two, reinventing your legacy with your host, Coach Lori. A real woman living a real story, author, speaker, founder of Coffee Talk, Rita Barney. Thank you for joining us. It
0: is so good to be here and thank you for trusting me on your show. Well, why don't you tell us about your life and about the coffee shop? Several years ago, a seed To become a, a certified chef began to grow. I have such a gracious husband. We moved to Fort Worth and I went to culinary school. I thought that I would do a little French cafe in downtown Dallas or Fort Worth somewhere, but Donna had other plans, so we ended up moving back to our rural town in northwest Oklahoma. We began progress to build a little French cafe right smack Dab in the middle of cowboy country, chicken fried steak and apple pie country. Now it grew and I had standing room only. And then after 10 years, I knew that I knew that I knew that I needed to downsize and become a coffee shop. So I struggled with that. And that's why right now I'm a coffee shop and not full fledged restaurant. Is because I call it a highways and byways ministry. People don't know how to have community these days. Everything is drive through. Moms don't have to put on their jeans. They can take the kids to school in their pajama pants, go through the drive through. They can talk with their friends via text message but the thing that we're missing is community i begin to restructure the cafe into a full-fledged coffee shop a highway and byways ministry i just take care of the people yes i have the best coffee ever but the main thing is about people and people are my heart People are drowning on social media. They don't know who they are. Women my age, they don't know that they still have a purpose. I begin to make that my purpose, especially women, to understand what their purpose is and that there's grace behind that. People come in and vent and cry and tell me their secrets and I get to love on them and encourage and just be a cheerleader. Did you write a book too? I did. Oddly enough, it is Coffee Talk. I started blogging several years ago I didn't think it was very good, but I would put these little ponderings on Facebook, and I figured, hey, if somebody read them, great. If they didn't, I was just going to continue. Well, one day, I felt like I had an epiphany get the book published. Well, I thought this, number one, I'm not rich. I'm not famous. I don't have connections. I'm just a little old lady in Northwest Oklahoma. I said this prayer after doing some homework and I was still lost. Okay, God, if you want me to write that book, then you send somebody here with the information I need. Two weeks later, a young woman walks in the door traveling from Denver, Colorado, Oklahoma City, she was replanning her life there. We chatted a little bit. I said, well, what did you do? She said, I used to work for a publishing company. Well, bam, I mean, there I was. And so we chatted and before the conversation was over, she had contacted her ex-boss, connected me with him. And a year later, Coffee Talk was, was born. When you have a dream, do not put it on a shelf. Just know that that eventually that that dream's going to come to fruition if you just continue to believe. Sometimes even
1: when you don't believe, I guess. I love what you said about, in a way, who am I? But yet we know when we share our stories, it can change lives. And when we're prompted and we don't say yes, to me, that is such a sad thing. So thank you for saying yes.
0: Writing a book and getting it published was one of the hardest things that I've ever done. Going to culinary school after 50, opening a French restaurant was way easier than getting a book published, but it was what I was supposed to do and it just happened.
1: So, it sounds like you're living this dream life in a coffee shop, but it wasn't always like that. Where did you come from? I mean, you did a big pivot later in life, first going to culinary school and then pivoting again. So, do you want to take us back before that? I was a firstborn
0: to parents that were super hard workers, precious people, but they were very protective of me. So I was sheltered. I remember when I started the f- first grade. Most of the kids in my class had had siblings that were older. A very few of us were the firstborn, and I remember being so shy that I sat in the back, didn't ask questions was just literally ran over the time I was in high school could not give a book report without hyperventilating and I was a musician in high school and I was pretty darn good but I couldn't do solos I could not ad-lib for anything in the jazz band when I was 30 that whole thing began to change and I became bolder and I was just like an onion being peeled bit by bit by bit that God knew that there was some sweetness right smack dab in the middle He had to peel some stuff off of me. And now people look at me and they're, you were an introvert? And I said, oh, you have no idea. I've had the privilege of doing some public speaking, even in Rome and Helsinki, Finland. And it is like such a rush. It's probably my favorite thing to do. But the ones that knew me when I was 17 would have never guessed that a woman so insecure could grow into such a mouse. They say, oh, well, you're such an extrovert. It's like, no, I'm really not. But when you let your calling take a hold of you and you know who you, who you are, well, then it is, it goes back to the onion. Those tough, crusty pieces begin to fall off. And you just become who you were born to be in the first place. I went through, just like everybody, we all have times in our lives that it's been horribly painful. But as that onion begins to peel off, then who we were born to be becomes sweeter and sweeter and sweeter to be 50, 60, 70 and beyond. Sometimes it takes a big part of our lifetime to get that onion peeled for we can really become who we were born to be and that sweetness, that goodness inside us can actually be used. What were the changes
1: that you saw that took you from introvert to extrovert?
0: If my husband and I would go to some kind of business meeting, he would always have to introduce me. I couldn't even stand up and say, Hi, I'm Rita Barney and I live at Mutual Oklahoma. I hit a paradigm shift at 30 and it wasn't huge. It was tiny, teeny bitty baby steps until 50 years old. I moved to Fort Worth and became a chef at 50. And it was like a whole new world open to me. What I wanted people to know began to just flow from me. I began to understand what grace is. We all need grace. And when I started understanding that grace, everything in my life changed. The fear of failure. Because see, I've been a dreamer on the inside. It was the thought of trying to bring it into fruition and then it failing because I've always listened to a drum that nobody hears, especially in Northwest Oklahoma. I begin to understand that the people that had been so hard on me, they had pain in their lives and they didn't understand what real grace was. So when I got a hold of grace, I was able to show them more grace. It softens everybody, whether you see it or not. I guess I got to a point that I allowed God to show me who he was. And the grace that Jesus died on the cross for was the same grace that he wanted me to have in me to extend to other people. I'm a preacher woman and I can't. Not bring grace into the picture and what God did for me, because if, if you have pain, you have circumstances in your life that you can't get over, only God's grace
1: can take away the pain. What was it that helped you understand grace? What was that thing that you wanted people to know? Maybe it takes pain. We had moved
0: to Fort Worth. I'm really a city girl at heart. When we moved to Fort Worth that I would, we bought the perfect house, the vintage home in a historical district. And I mean, I was so, I had so much peace. And I thought that God would allow me to grow older there and die there. Things happened. He moved us back to our home county. And in that year, I went through depression because I just didn't fit in here. Number one, we had financial trouble because we had invested really big finances into a company that took her money and ran. My toddler granddaughter was diagnosed with neuroblastoma. She died at 22 months old. My extended part of my family abandoned me because I didn't act and do and say the way they wanted. So within about a year and a half I felt like my whole world was over. The pain was so strong because we were in transition. We didn't have a church family. I didn't have my blood family. And I guess that's the first time I've ever talked about that in public. And But it's time, I guess, that sometimes you just throw it up. You just let it go because I survived it. I would just lay before the Lord and say, I can't do this I thought this is where you were taking me. And this is what I get. Serving God, you're still going to have disappointments. But I thought I had a ride. It was time that I understood that through the pain, there was still grace. And I guess that was the turning point. You have to depend on grace or hate comes in. And when you allow hate to come in, it'll destroy your whole life. It'll destroy your soul. It'll destroy your destiny and it'll destroy your health. And I was smart enough to know that I could not allow anger to come in. I had a choice. I could either accept God's grace to get me through the pain. Or I could just become a mean, hateful old woman. I chose to understand his grace. And so my heart grew. And that's the amazing thing, Lori, that I can be in a crowd of misfits and feel so comfortable. It didn't matter what their circumstances are. And it's like this love. In my heart just bleeds because I
1: understood grace for the first time at about 55. I think often when people have to reinvent, recreate in their 50s and 60s, they feel like it's too late. They feel like they've lost everything. They already missed the mark. I mean, you had so many things that happened in a short amount of time. And number one, in my mind, listening to you, you had gone to this place, got this house, got this dream, and then you had to go back home. You lost your money. You gave up your dream. You're like, God, who are you? When I've lost everything. Thank you for sharing that. I think that is such a powerful part of your story. He's faithful even when we go through the poo, right? I think people want to skip that. They don't want to say they've been a Christian their whole life. They don't want to say I was depressed. I thought God abandoned me. So you are speaking to a very real thing that happens to people and they do not know how to put words to it.
0: There's no shame. My husband's had a quadruple bypass for his heart. There was no shame in it for him. It runs in his family. We went to the doctor. We got a surgeon. He's great. But there's something about going through depression or anxiety, any kind of a broken soul. When I was going through that, I guess the turning point was when I said, my spirit is broken and I don't know what to do. And he's so loud, Lori, so loud. He said, Rita. Your spirit can never be broken because Christ is the spirit that lives in you. He said it's your soul through the trauma and all the pain you've gone through. And immediately the scripture in Psalms 23, it says, I'll restore your soul. If I had to quote that once a day, I probably quoted it two or three hundred times a day. Every time that pain or that depression that feeling, woe is me, my life is over, I'm an old lady and God's used me, now it's over. I'd say, no, 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 no. He restores my soul. I am who he says I am. And I was born for such a time as this, no matter what my circumstances looked like. And shortly after that cafe was born. Then I began writing. So I just started writing. All of those little fragments come together. It was time to find a publisher. As I went through them, there was one common thread. I didn't even see it, but it was grace. Every page was filled with grace. Every chapter had talked about grace. So that is my platform is understanding grace and giving yourself grace because you were depressed, because you have anxiety, because you don't fit in that because you hear a different drum. Well, God didn't make me to be like everybody else around me. And so I had to learn to give myself grace and just do what he called me to do and everybody else could get over it because trying to fit in at 20, To 80 and over will only break you, and it'll keep you from your destiny. The main thing is the same grace that God gives us is the same grace that we've got to give ourselves. And when we can grab a hold and go, I am so good, I am such a mess, but I am so good, then we can look at everybody else's mess and go, you're such a mess, but you're so awesome.
1: Have you heard, if not now, when, if not you, then who? Are you being prompted to write a book, to create a podcast? Check out Leaving a Legacy at com, And let's get started on your second act now.
0: But I am so good Then we can look at everybody else's mess and go, You're such a mess, but you're so awesome. And God has a plan and God won't let you down, but grab a hold of grace.
1: It sounds like the theme not only is grace, but this is what I hear a lot is that misfit. I don't fit in. And so people are living this life where they can't even fit into the community that they love. And that sounds like that was your struggle. You have found a way now with this coffee shop. It's almost like in uh, Rudolph the Island of the Misfits. It's like, yes, you yes! come, you just come. So say more that's about right. that.
0: All of my life I have heard, and I know that's such an au all of my life, but it's truth. In high school, I didn't do things ever to fit in. And if I messed up, it was because I chose to. But there was always a little bit of guilt for not being in the popular crowd or the athletic crowd or this or that crowd. And I see it in women my age that they're so uncomfortable with who they are because they never let go of wanting to fit in so i grew up knowing who i was but wishing i wasn't that person when we first moved to fort worth i got an and like i said i was 50 i got a diamond in my nose and i got my first tattoo now at this very time i have one full sleeve and half another and i don't care how long it takes me to finish up that sleeve might be when i'm 70 years old But that's who I am. People respect that. It's not the tattoos that they respect. People like to see real people without any facade, without any apologies. My favorite cartoons in the whole world as growing up was Popeye. I just love to say, I am who I am. And that's the thing with women my age. It's like, please, please, just because you're not 20 and wear a size 2 and... It's our value. We got to remember our value and not let society degrade us because I have saggy skin now. Because I'm wiser,
1: I'm healed, and then back to the grace thing. So I'm just going to run. You found a way to embrace walking to the beat of a different drummer, to being different. I think I just thought to a point. To save me and to save
0: my destiny, I had to have a paradigm shift in my brain. If you give in to that desire to fit in, you're missing out totally on your destiny. I wanted to be a chef more than anything. Well, in culinary school, women are at the bottom of the barrel. Age is at the bottom of the barrel. I remember leaving my internship in tears because of the disrespect. The executive chef heard me and he was, you ever watch Chef Ramsey? That's the culinary world for real. He put me in at my place, but he made the man help. The next day, do you know that through the rest of my internship, I worked side by side with him because I decided I was there because I wanted to be. I wasn't going to be intimidated. And my age and my feminism did not count. That I was determined to be a chef. Love who you are. That was a paradigm shift for me to say, okay, you may be the oldest person here. You may be female, but I am just as good as you because God planted me here. And I'm going to run my race and you're not going to back me in a corner. And they didn't, and I gained the respect. And I graduated from culinary school with an A+. If I can do it, anybody can do it. Do you know that I barely graduated from high school? Most of my grades were Cs and Ds, to be honest with you. Just because you were almost flunking out of school doesn't mean that the brilliance isn't in you. It's there. Maybe you just needed to turn the corner and learn differently. But know who you are and and find your destiny and run for it. Just do it. Because I still have bucket lists. I'm going to continue to cross them off until I draw my last breath. It's just the way it is. My age has nothing to do with my brilliance. And neither did my grades in
1: high school. And so right now you are living a life that you absolutely love. And you have created by... Embracing grace by embracing who you are, being all that God called you to by saying yes, even when you felt maybe inadequate. I guess that is me. And I'm just an average lady. It's funny,
0: but it is so freeing to know that an average woman can do this. Because I'm nobody special, The word says that the enemy comes to steal, kill, and destroy. And I think that that's what he does to so many of us. He backs us in a corner and says, you can't do it because your grades were bad in high school. You're too old. You don't have enough money. Excuses, I can hear them. If he's called you to do something, he'll get you there. But you got to understand the grace that he gave you to run that race. You run in your lane so you can succeed. Don't copy me. Do you. And truly succeed. I think we were born with those gifts, but it's up to us to allow God to bring them out. All things are possible. All things. And that seed that won't go away That thing that you think about and you dream about that makes you smile when you're sitting on the couch by yourself in the wee hours of the morning. That thing that makes you smile, that is it. And that is is possible. How do I know? Because that's been my life. Well, I had a lady came in. She was new in town. She's about my age. She just wanted to chat because she was new in town. And she saw that I had, I have my book sitting out there. And she said, Oh, you wrote a book? And I said, Yeah. And she slipped through it. And she said, Oh, I want to buy it. Well, she came in today. And she said, Oh, my goodness. Thank you. She said, I just can't tell you. She says how much I love reading. It's easy to read. It is just about real stuff not about a bunch of checks and balances and nobody wants to read about checks and balances where can we get your book you can get my book on amazon when i get my new website which will be readabarney.com, i have a new t-shirt line coming out the espresso factor t-shirt line that's super exciting you can follow me on facebook Instagram is uh, the Espresso Factor by Rita B. Please follow me, real life stuff and some silliness and just to say hi. Thank you, Rita. Thank you, Lori. It's It's been such great fun.
1: Do you have brain fog? Are you exhausted all the time? Do you struggle with depression? How about cravings? Imagine an enzyme that turns sugar into fiber. For a link to order your bottle, email me at lacoach at comcast.net. That's L-A-C-O-A-C-H at comcast.net. Coach Lori here. I am not anti-aging. I am all about aging gracefully. Did you know we stopped making collagen at a certain age? And did you know powdered collagen has to go through your whole digestive system? So I am a big fan of Glow Liquid Collagen. It helps me age gracefully, inside and out. To order, check the link below. By the way, if you order two at the same time, free shipping. Or if you would like to be an affiliate, make a little extra cash. Click the affiliate link. Three things we learned from Rita. God's grace is enough. Sometimes we have to give up our dream, walk away from what we love. But that doesn't mean it's over. Something even better might show up. And it's okay to share your struggle, your hard things in life. If you love this podcast, here's a big ask. Will you share with your friends and family? Subscribe, give us a review and a five-star rating so that others looking to reinvent their lives will be able to get the help they're looking for. Thank you in advance.